Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. The electric vehicle charging landscape in America has changed in a major way during the last month. On Thursday, General Motors announced it would adopt Tesla's charging technology for its new electric vehicles beginning in 2025. And that news comes after Ford made a similar announcement for its electric cars last month. This is significant because the federal government earlier this year chose to require another EV charging technology, not Tesla's, and its federally funded chargers under the bipartisan infrastructure law. So today, Politico's James Baikalis on the power shift within America's EV charging landscape. It's Monday, June 12th. So this is a pretty monumental development in the EV charging world. GM said that beginning in 2025, they're going to put Tesla's charging connector on their new electric vehicles. And they're also going to, starting next year, provide an adapter to their existing EV customers so they'll be able to access Tesla's supercharger network. And this is significant because Tesla's network is basically is widely considered the superior charging network to the other existing charging networks out there today. Basically, based on numbers and also based on sort of operability, people really favor the Tesla network. But previously, it was locked off to only Tesla customers. So this is a really big win for GM and Ford customers who are now going to be able to access this charging network that many people view as superior. Interesting. And so just for a bit of context, why are automakers not using the same charging technology to begin with? Right. So EV charging technology developed in a sort of haphazard way. And there have been efforts to coalesce around a single technology. The sort of dominant technology outside of Tesla is called CCS. And that's what the federal government and most of the industry has kind of been pushing in recent years, with the exception of Tesla. But Tesla has recently sort of launched an effort to make their charging standard the dominant technology nationally. That's created this big kind of conundrum for automakers because they've been pushing this CCS standard, but the CCS standard hasn't really been built out enough to supply the demand that EVs are going to have over the next couple of years. So the automakers are basically seeing the question of either we can stick with CCS and customers might not necessarily have the number of chargers available that they will need in the future, or they can switch to Tesla and be able to give them access to this network that's seen as superior. Got it. And then what are the motives here for GM and Tesla from each of their perspectives to share the same technology? And you mentioned the similar deal between Tesla and Ford, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the Ford decision was kind of the big news a few weeks ago, and it was pretty expected that GM would follow suit just because, you know, as I mentioned, these automakers like GM and Ford, they've been for many years now, pushing 
the CCS technology, and, and that's the charging standard that they have on their vehicles currently. But the problem is the CCS network just hasn't been built out quickly enough to meet the demand that they're expecting to have for EVs going forward. So from their perspective, moving to Tesla, their hope is that will give customers enough incentive and customers will feel comfortable enough buying an EV, given that they'll now be able to access this Tesla charging network. And Ford and GM doing this will probably, a lot of experts believe this is going to lead to a wider shift in the private sector over the next couple of years to Tesla's charging standard. Right. So how is the Biden administration reacting to this development, given you mentioned their interest in the other technology, CCS? Does this sort of go against what they've been pushing then? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's sort of a question that's been on the mind of a lot of the industry today. The Biden administration said Friday in reaction to GM's decision that they haven't been picking winners and losers is basically their perspective. They put out standards for the chargers that are federally funded earlier this year. And they said these federally funded chargers need to have the CCS technology at a minimum. But they still left some flexibility for companies that are developing these chargers to include Tesla's technology, as long as they included CCS at a minimum. So their perspective Friday has been that they are giving flexibility to EV charging developers to include both technologies. But the fact of the matter is they sort of favored the CCS technology when now it seems like the private sector is moving away from that technology and towards Tesla's. So it's going to be a question of whether they're going to shift or whether there'll be any movement from the federal side on the dominant charging technology that they're kind of getting behind. One more thing to add is the federal government, it's hard to say that they made the wrong decision in getting behind CCS, just because CCS has been the technology that every EV automaker is using except for Tesla. So it would have been hard for them to choose the Tesla technology when that was the one that's not on most EVs today. It's just that in the meantime, Tesla has been able to build out its network to be far superior to the existing CCS network. Also, in other EV-related news, the Energy Department said on Friday it intends to provide an $850 million loan to Core Power for the construction of an advanced battery cell manufacturing facility in Arizona. The conditional loan is part of the Biden administration's effort to boost the domestic supply chain for both electric vehicles and energy storage systems. The administration is aiming for half of all new vehicle sales to be electric by 2030. Currently, the battery and mineral supply chains for EVs are dominated by China. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Brickmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. 
Chevron is striving to lead the way in the energy transition. They're working to deploy carbon capture and producing renewable fuels, developing multiple solutions today while forging new paths to the future. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash energy in progress.